What is going on, my fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Trainer Podcast. So, guys, today we're going to be talking about the transition from aesthetic nation to peach domination. But before we do that, Cole, you've been talking a lot of smoke on your TikTok and you've been seeing a lot of stuff you've been sending me. You want to talk, like, fill the audience in on what's going on on the TikTok world? Yeah, I want to address it a little bit, obviously, because like TikTok is my biggest platform. TikTok is my favorite platform. And obviously, right now, we are facing like a quote unquote potential ban in the United States, apparently at the same time too. And again, it's all alleged, right? Because who the fuck knows? I'm not in their back pocket. I don't know what's happening. But allegedly, it was Biden and what's called Trudeau also talking about banning it in Canada. The reason I wanted to bring it up right now and the reason why we wanted to address it at the very beginning is because like, I'm a very firm believer on like where you focus your energy is how you're going to feel on a daily basis. Like it's just how it fucking is that quote focus goes energy flows. If TikTok got banned, I would be fucking pissed. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I'm not going to try to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to be like, like lie about my emotions. I'd be super frustrated, but there's nothing I can do. There's literally nothing I can fucking do. I don't own these corporations. If you guys watched the actual fucking uh, hearing where the CEO of TikTok sat down with all of the individuals from the United States, you would know how fucking stupid these people are. Like, I don't know if you watched it, B. Did you watch it? I watched some of it. I watched like the clips that were being shared. Bro, I like put it this way, guys. At one point, the fucking individual asked the CEO of TikTok if TikTok accesses your Wi-Fi. Like that was going to be some like crazy question of like them getting robbed of information. He's like, well, if your phone's connected to Wi-Fi, then obviously TikTok uses Wi-Fi. I don't understand. What the fuck mm. you're asking me? Like, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Regardless, mm. I wanted to bring that up right now because when it comes down to this situation, I know it could be annoying. I know it could be frustrating. A lot of you guys, especially when listening to this podcast, have built your entire businesses off of TikTok. So two things should be done by you right now. Number one, you should stop being so one-dimensional. Get your ass on other platforms. This is why Brian and myself are omni everywhere. Podcasting, YouTube, Pinterest, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Like we literally want a platform everywhere because- Right now, you guys are at the whim of what the algorithm and what the owners of those apps allow you to do. We don't Mm -hmm. own that platform. You don't Mm -hmm. own that platform. So you can only do, you can only fucking proceed to work based off of what they tell you. So go Omni, get on other platforms. And number two, I would suggest doing a video. All right, like address it. I did. I literally was like, yo, looks like TikTok might get banned. And even though I'm annoyed about that, I can't do anything about it. So I'm not going to bitch. So I just want to say two things. Number one, fucking thank you giving me a platform to share my word and express everything that I've broken down over the last little bit. And number two, go follow me on other places. I did that. I got over fucking 600 subscribers on YouTube, right? Yeah. Right. Like 600 subscribers up on YouTube already. People are flowing to fucking Instagram because you're going to bring your fucking platform over. Bring them yeah. Over. I love it. I think the idea of going Omni is really, really important. I also think it's important to be aware of because like if you're an online fitness coach and you're in the Change Jobs Academy, then you obviously know that we promoted TikTok. It's also important not to stress about because if it happens, when it happens and you're in the academy or the mastermind, we'll help you make a pivot. But just like understand that like it is important not to be one dimensional. Last thing I'm just going to say about the TikTok thing is I think obviously TikTok's important, but all of you guys are sleeping on Facebook Reels. All of you. Most successful people in the Change Jobs Academy right now and the Million Dollar Mastermind are they're viral on Instagram Reels or they're viral on Facebook Reels. Like Patrick Hong is viral on Instagram. And because he's viral on Instagram, he literally has like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of incoming dms a day so i think that obviously tiktok is you know it plays a role but i also think that most of you are sleeping on facebook reels and instagram i think is the platform to be learning so dude i'll even uh, don't stress about it i was just saying i'll double down on that because i'm like i think you're like you said that in a very nice way guys like tiktok is a very very immature platform the reason why facebook and instagram is like the goats when it comes down to business is because they're mature as fuck they've literally been around since like the dawn of social media 
Dude, my fucking Facebook account was started in like 2012. I don't even know how old I was back then. Like fucking eight, mm-hmm. nine or something. Like no, obviously not fucking eight years old, but still. Like I don't even remember when I fucking started it because it's been around forever. So get on there. Like I'm trying to learn Facebook Reels. It's like another fucking world when it comes down to Facebook, but I'm literally pumping out. How many are we doing a day? Two, Two a day right now. Fucking as much as we can. Just get mm-hmm. on the platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk about the transition. So guys, me and Cole were having a conversation the other day and we were talking about PT domination, how it came to be. And sometimes these stories, like there's so many fucking stories along the timeline that you just like forget the fucking stories along the timeline. So we're going to take you back to the timeline, Aesthetic Nation, me and Cole running the business. It was 2018 and it was right after I broke up with my ex. You remember that? I, I saw you uh, talk about it a little bit on your New York vlog, by the way, which I've already said once, but I'm going to say it again because I also want to plug you. If you guys have not seen the vlog where Brian talks about uh, breaking up with his best friend, big homie Taj. Go watch it. I think you slayed that one, but I did see you break mm-hmm. it down a little bit. I definitely remember that because that was a uh, fucking intense, an intense fucking thing, bro. Let's just say I was sleeping on Cole's couch and fucking crying on his kitchen floor, but we're not talking about that right now. I thought you were going to like paraphrase. You're like, let's just say exactly what the fuck happened. And there No, go. dude. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. We're talking about something else. But the reason we're having this conversation is because like that moment when that like breakup happened and my ex was in the business, that was when I fucking started to just not like running the business. Cause like everything I did in the business reminded me of this fucking person. And I was just like, so heartbroken. Then I started to just almost disconnect. And I just like, wasn't passionate about running the business anymore. So I just started to think about other things. Like I was like, at this point, we'd been through like five or six trainers that had left the team. But I was like, I want to start business coaching for personal trainers. And we talked about it for like a few months, but I don't, we never ended up taking any action because we didn't really know where to start. I think it was just like a disconnect. And I think we went through, if I was to actually think about it, it was like one, two, three, four, five. I think it was six total trainers had come through our network, learned Uh from the Aesthetic Nation squad, the strategies, everything that we broke down and then pieced the fuck out. Uh Or would like start an argument with us and tell fucking there was a bunch of shit going on and then they wanted to leave for whatever the fuck reason. But I remember when you broke that down, like Brian was talking about how he wasn't passionate about Aesthetic Nation anymore. And at that time, guys, I was basically running like the entire team of AEN and like a big reason why both of us lost passion for AEN while also kind of trickling and experimenting with the thought of PT Dom was because of the fact that like the team was just toxic. Everybody was just bitching and complaining and whining and like wanting more money and fucking not aligning with the vision the entire goddamn time. But there was like a little bit of a lack of direction. It was like, Mm -hmm. we had talked about how he wanted to coach fucking trainers like he's always has been. And like, that was the fucking start of the business idea. But I don't think we had like the structure of like, okay, like how the fuck do you actually turn that into a course? I know that we had the breakdown, which I fucking have here, bro. It's in my closet, the uh, little red booklet. I want that. I want to use that as a fucking advertisement. So keep that. When Dude, I that, give me a second. You tell them about it. I'm going to fucking see if I can find it literally right okay. now. Give me a okay, that would be cool. So, okay. So at this time, okay, I had all of the knowledge for how to coach a personal trainer, how to get to 10K a month because I had done it with all these trainers on Aesthetic Nation. Like I had all these trainers. There was like a bunch of trainers on Aesthetic Nation and they were either between like five grand a month or 10K a month, like all of them in the spectrum. But I didn't know how I did it. Bro, you have it. So this is called the Ideal Online PT Method. I-D-E-A-L, an acronym for what you need to do with your business, okay? A guide for purpose-driven individuals who are committed to living a life on their own terms and making a massive impact while doing it. 
bring, bring, motherfucker. Dude, the whole breakdown, that was the first dude. fucking line. That was I literally have line. had this since we bro, fucking launched this shit fucking like forever ago, bro. You're, you're good at that. I need to start saving shit. I just throw shit out. I've always got like random stuff, dude. Like literally I just all throw the time. shit out. I get bored of it. I just fucking throw it out. Anyways, so we had all this like I knew that I knew what it took to fucking coach a trainer, how to get to 10K because I did it with Cole. I did it with a few of our other trainers. I'm not going to name names. So I knew, and a lot of our other trainers had like left and been successful. So I was like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I just don't know how to package it. So that's when I started like seeking out like different directions and places to go. I started getting hit with advertisements because as soon as you Google, like, how do you start a business? Then fucking you get, just get hit with everything. And I ended up finding this dude. I told Cole about it. And uh, so me and Cole booked a call with this dude. And you remember that guy? His name was fucking Brad. Remember the guy that yeah. we got on call with? So we found this dude. His name was Brad. Got on the phone with him. And in order to hire Brad for us to learn how to package our IP and turn it into a course that we could sell to personal trainers instead of me just mentoring them in coffee shops, it was going to cost us 15 grand US. Remember that? Yeah. It was 15 fucking grand. insane. I'm like, I think yeah. that was like the fucking first time that we got a, a little bit of direction when it came down to like a pitch on what to do. Because I don't like we didn't actually end up moving forward with that breakdown. But it was it was very enlightening to like start to understand the other side of business because at this time, guys, like you got to remember, Brian and myself had only ran Aesthetic Nation, mm-hmm. and the only thing that we were doing was fitness coaching online. We were helping individuals with their actual fitness goals. So when it came into the business side of like trying to fucking wrap our mind around hiring somebody to like build out the fucking absolute monster that we have today, which is the Change Lives Academy, PG Doll Million Dollar Mastermind VIP, like all the different levels. I was like, it took like a lot of like brainstorming and like fucking different calls, et cetera. But I do remember that call. It was fucking intense. Mm. We ended up saying, we'll get back to you because we're like, 15K is a lot of fucking money for this. <laughs> well, and it's also, the- we're like, we weren't making a lot of money at the time. Like the business was, but we were fucking but- jacking, trying to spend it on ads. We were spending it yeah. on fucking apps. We were spending it on fucking dinners. We always did these team retreats, team workouts, team dinners. Like yeah. we were not making a lot of fucking money with the stagnation ever. Yeah. So me as an individual online trainer, there was a point in time where I was making like 15 to 20 K a month. But then in this transitions period of me starting to hate the business, I was like, fuck this. I can't work with anyone. So I literally fired all of my fitness clients, all of them. I like called off 50 to 60 people. And I was like, can't work with you anymore. I'm super sorry. I'm not the coach for you. And I divided them basically out between my trainers. The split that we had with our trainers, because we had no fucking idea how to run them. Like we were literally just figured this out on our own. So the business was making 50 grand a month. But out of that 50 grand a month, that the business was making, we only took like a 20 to 30% cut from our trainers. And when I fired all my fitness clients, that was like, that was the majority of the profit came from. Cause that's fucking, yeah. that was like, that was what I would put in my pocket. And then any of the 20 to 30% that we'd take from the trainers, we were spending on the business and the growth. Well, it was actually, it was 20. And then at one point when it came down to scaling a designation, we reached a point where we're like, we can't do anything else. We can't do retreats. We can't do Facebook ads. The business can't pay for fucking anything because if any of you guys actually have business brains, you know what the fuck we're talking about. We don't even need to spend an hour and a half talking about that. So we talked about changing the split to 30% and the kickback in frustration was so grand that we never actually ended up doing it. And the only person that was at 30% ended up freaking the fuck out. We changed it back to 20 later on. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. 
Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, it's it's so funny because when you think about the idea of like when you take somebody who was making $3,000 a month at a restaurant and you help them make $10,000 a month as an online coach and they're upset that they have to do a cut to the business, like that to, concept to me is really fucking weird, but but that's just the way it was. And so the business wasn't really pocketing a lot of money because we didn't know how to fucking run a business properly. Mm-hmm. We, this was our first ever adventure together. And before this, the only business that I ran was stuffing drugs in my nose. So my level <laughs> of business expertise wasn't fucking excellent at the time. And I didn't have the 15 grand upfront to invest in this fucking mentor. So I remember sitting down with Cole and being like, I think this is a really good idea. I'm like, I also just, I don't want to fucking put in all of the money that I have right now to this fucking mentor. I'm like, so like, I want you to go into this with me. And I was like, because at this time, Cole was 25% partner of Aesthetic Nation. I'm mm-hmm. like, and if you go into this with me and it works, we'll be like, you'll be a 25% partner in PT Domination. And you obliged. And you Are you agreed. sure it was Brad? I'm like pretty sure it was sure, Brad. Sure it thought, bro. But Brad was the guy that sold us. Oh, yes. Yes. That's Brad was the guy yeah. that sold us. Yeah, guys, it was honestly like, it was like a crazy fucking conversation because- when we break this down now, I need you guys to think about this stuff. Okay. 15 grand. And I'm going to say a statement and I don't want you guys to think that it's cocky because at the end of the day, like, well, number one, I don't give a fuck, but number two, like, that's not why we're trying to have this breakdown with you. And we're explaining it right now. 15 grand is literally nothing. I'll spend that in a heartbeat. Even if I didn't have it in my bank account on mentorship, because we know it's going to help us uplevel our lives back then. That was a fucking like stretch. That was a it big was deal. Intimidating as fuck. Me and Brian were both living yeah. in 500 square foot apartments fucking a block and a half away from each other, like just trying to grind and make fucking business work. So when we had the conversation, we sat down and we're like, okay. And then he broke down the deal for me and we like mapped it out and we pulled money together just so we could pay for this fucking mentorship. Now, again, at this time, when we pulled the money together, making me a 25% partner of PT Domination so we could start scaling this business, Brian was already heading it in the aspect of changing up his content. And I was still trying to run a setting nation because we wanted to run both. We're like, you know what? I think this will work because Beal will be here, but obviously it didn't because then as soon as Brian took like a little bit of a step out on the aspect of like time to scale a business, that's when everybody got real fucking butthurt. We needed to make a pivot, but that was like the first launch towards like actual mentorship with fucking PD Dom, which actually blows my mind when I look back at it. Mm -hmm. It is really weird. And I just want to say thank you because if you didn't invest in fucking me in that moment, I don't know if I would have moved forward with that mentor. Of course. Like it fucking, it's cool to think about. Like cool looking back about. at the fact that we both collectively needed to pull money together to actually be able to afford a $15,000 mentor so we could build the business that is now generating multiple seven figures and impacting thousands upon thousands of lives is literally insane. Dude, and like to think about the amount of people that are literally in the Change Jobs Academy that have like radically had massive life transformations as a result of the decision that we fucking made in that day was, it's crazy. And we didn't really know how we were going to make it work. We just knew that what we were doing wasn't working. We're like, we're running this fitness business, right? Can you hear me? Yeah, oh, I can hear you. I'm more laughing because when you said like, we didn't know how it was going to make it work. Guys, we had no fucking idea how we were going to make it work. That's how like, number one, that's ideal book. It came out of fucking nowhere. This is what we taught our fucking students. All right, for the longest time. Like, here's your book. Let's go through it. That was one thing. All right, the next thing, Brian and myself would sit in this boardroom and we had a glass table. All right. And a whiteboard on the wall. And we would just literally write down ideas. And then we'd be like, oh, that sounds mm-hmm. like a good idea. That's how the fucking academy came to life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that uh, people underestimate that. They underestimate the fact that like 
half the time, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Straight up, half the fucking time. And then we start to figure it out along the way. But like to think back on the decisions that were made in that moment and uh, like reflect on like the, just like the, the way that our life shifted as a result of those conversations is, is like, it's crazy. I think that one thing that's really cool that me and Cole had a conversation about yesterday is that the level of brotherhood that we have and the level of relationship that we have has allowed us to become the people that we are today because the one thing that like we this is something that julia said recently too we were like whenever we make a big decision and like it used to scare our wives like whenever me and cole would be like we're investing 100 grand in bedros they'd be like what the fuck do you mean you're investing 100 grand in bedros <laughs> but then throughout the course of fucking history we've done all these like big things whether that be like we start pt dom or we start the change Dives academy we decrease our prices or we start the million dollar mastermind we throw our first event we throw our second event. We get Phil Heath to come to the event. Like all these like big moves that we keep making. Now, when we tell Julie and Curse that we're making a big move, they're not even like shocked, surprised, or scared. They're like, cool. And so Dude. when Cole asked Julia, you asked Julia about it. Tell me what Julia said. About what? We fucking, and we made a big announcement and she was like, you're like, babe, aren't you like scared? And she's like, why the fuck would I be scared? Oh yeah, bro. She doesn't give a fuck anymore. Like it's like, she obviously cares, but I'm like, it literally does not shock her. Like I need to get her excited all right. So she actually starts to process the things that we're fucking doing because anything that we bring up when it comes down to a launch or how much money we make in a day or a new program that we break down or something that we fucking brought into the business, she's just like, yeah. And then me and her had a conversation. She sat down and she's like, I literally am just never scared anymore. She's like, the confidence that I have in you and Brian is literally astronomical. She's like, you guys have never failed. And every time that there's been a roadblock or there's been an obstacle and you guys started to go backwards, not due to failure, but due to that's how life is. Sometimes you got to take a step back to take two steps forward. She's like, you guys just do it and you explode. She's like, I'm not worried. And me and her have had talks before where it's like, even if the business shut down tomorrow, she knows that we'd be successful again because we just, there's been no track mm-hmm. record of that not happening. There's been no telltale sign that that would never mm-hmm. happen. It's honestly fucking funny, dude. We talk about it all the time. But she's like, I'll give her, I'll like celebrate yeah. something. And she's like, good job, babe. And it's like a little smile. And she gives me a kiss. And then it's just like, like, it's just moving on. And I'm like, when I remember when I first made my first like thousand dollars online, and I was like screaming, running around the house, losing my fucking mind. Julie was like, oh my God. And now it's just like, yeah, cool. This is just, that's another thing. Fucking funny, dude. But the, I think that the common theme is that it's like, the, it's the brotherhood. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's like knowing that I have your back and that you have my back has like just pulled us through. Because no matter what it is, we end up like, I know at the end of the day, like me and you are going to figure it out. And I also have that same level of love and respect for Natasha too. If people are watching, they can tag Natasha in the comments. Recently, we had a fire go down in the business and I called Natasha right after the fire happened. And she's like, yeah, I got it. Like, we're going to clean it up together. And so like, when you have a group of people like that are like that, that are in your corner, I do think that anything is fucking possible. But guys, I think the story from Aesthetic Nation to PT Domination, what I want you to take away from this is, first of all, Sometimes you don't know exactly how the fuck you're going to do what you want to do. But I think what's important is that you head in the direction anyways, and you're willing to bet all of your chips and go all in. I literally just did an Instagram story about this as well. Because what, for us to go from, you know, we knew that we like could get people fucking results with their business. We just didn't know how we were going to be able to make it happen. And that might be the same thing for you, Will, that you can get people results with their fitness. You just don't know how you're going to be able to make it happen. A fucking instinct and the commitment and the willingness to go all in, I think is super fucking important. Dude, it's literally everything. I'm like, it is everything. The biggest reason why we've seen success in the last seven years, 2016, of working together as business partners and scaling multiple businesses is number one, just like trusting in our instincts and taking action. 
And then it is the messy action. Like 90% of the time, we have no fucking idea what we're doing. We're like, okay, we want to run an event. Like, okay, how does it look? Well, I've got a basement that can fit 40 people. Okay, sounds good. Let's get some chairs and fucking figure it out. And the first event was dope as shit. And it's only scaled from there. When we built the academy, again, people Mm -hmm. see what it is now. And they come in and there's like so many videos and there's so many trainings and the structure is broken down and everything's broken down properly. We literally invested in that mentor. Brian learned off of Scott's program itself, the breakdown on how we could launch shit. And then literally after learning that, we're like, okay, we're going to launch the fucking academy. Brian's like, I just learned how to do my first webinar. I'm selling it in seven days. He's like, but we don't have a course. So I needed to build one. I was like, I don't know how to fucking build one. He's like, I needed to figure it out. I'm like, okay, whatever. So fucking, we just figured it out. I built up the entire course on the back end, started filming videos like crazy, all the trainings that we needed to do, got it all set up. The entire fucking course itself, Brian filled a webinar and within seven days, we sold like fucking 30 people. And then it just blew up from there Mm -hmm. and we just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And I'm like, and then it just kept scaling. Literally, that's the thing. We never knew what we were going to do. We just trusted in our fucking instinct, trusted in each other and took fucking action. That's it. Mm, I love that. Dude, I think it's important. And I think that, one more takeaway. You need to be around people that fucking support your goals and want to see you win. And so I just want to mm-hmm. say a big thank you to you, bro, because you have always been there to support me and help me achieve my fucking goals. And because it's Cole's birthday on Saturday, April 1st. So if you're listening to this podcast, what I would love for you to do is I would love for you to go to Cole's Instagram and send him a message and let him know if he's impacted you on any sort of way, shape, or form. Like he's impacted me. I definitely know that he has had a massive impact on my life. Without him, I would not be the person that I am today. Always have my back, always fucking supporting me and always like help me achieve my goals. So I would love for you guys to show Cole some love. So if you could do me a favor, after you're done listening to this podcast, go to Cole's Instagram and wish him a happy fucking birthday. His birthday is on Saturday, April 1st. Yes, it is April Fool's because he's a fucking joke. But you guys can go to his Instagram at Cole Lewis De Silva. <laughs> wish him a happy birthday. That would be fucking Dude, Daniel's like, damn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I fucking love you. You're a cutie. Thank you for always supporting me and my goals, bro. Being by my side the entire time. And now I also know why I'm getting all these fucking birthday wishes. I saw your post in the group and it's like, it's Cole's 29th birthday. I started getting like fucking texts. I'm like, it's not my fucking birthday. I'm like, what do you mean? And then I saw the I'm like, oh, touche. So I also angel. wrote in that post. I wrote in that post that he didn't know that I was doing this. So that's funny. Keep going. Oh, Sorry. touche. Also, I've changed it up. I said, I'm not, I don't know actually if, I'm going to say it anyways. I don't give a fuck. Um, I was going to say, I'm not a joke. I'm changing it. I'm the joke the devil made on the world by making sure that I was here. But now it's my new thing. Okay. I'm the evil motherfucker (laughs) who's here to take over the planet, whether you want to believe it or not. So buckle the fuck up. I love all you. Bro, I feel like for your birthday, you should do, this is just my personal opinion about your life situation and how you should operate as an individual. So you should take my advice. Okay. So I feel like for your birthday... What you should do is you should always have like an epic fucking prank TikTok. Always. It's your fucking birthday. Like it should be like, like shocks people. And then at the end of the day, you're like, I'm just kidding. It's my birthday. Happy April Fool's. You know, like every year there's like a disgustingly good April Fool's prank. That's fucking funny. Well, I only have like three fucking friends. So buckle up for the rest of your life. Get ready. And you're out of town right now. (laughs) On social media. Not on me. Your car and everything else. No, 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 no. You misinterpreted as a video all right guys go wish cole a very happy birthday let him fucking know that you love him guys that's it that's all where do they find you dog <laughs> cole lose yourself on everything <laughs> or the wake up the world podcast make sure you check out brian at where they find you the change eyes make money on the train of podcast or the real brian mark on instagram or my youtube channel is brian mark peace peace